On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the test of integrity in this series entitled These Seven Tests Will Strengthen Your Faith on Soldier 2. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And our job, our passion, our, our goal is to encourage people to continue to follow Christ. And what better theme today to talk about than the idea of integrity? Because integrity is more than just being honest, but it's being true. True to the commitment we made to God. True to your word. True to what you said that you would do. And uh, as, as we talk about this, uh, we think about Abraham's test of integrity, that it was two in particular, even though I'm sure there were other ones that we can talk about. But uh, Abraham uh, had, had this test of integrity where he, um, where he twice lied to rulers. One was a pharaoh and one was a, a king named Abimelech in Genesis 12 and then in Genesis 20. So he lied twice and said, my wife is my sister, because he was afraid they would kill him because she was so beautiful. And so here's the, here the, the rub, the trick, right? This was not an outright lie. Technically, Sarah was his sister. And, but the most dangerous lies are the technical half-truths that we tell, that it's sort of true or could be true, but we emphasize the part that is not true or is true, even though it's it's not really the whole truth, so to speak. For instance, Abraham's wife was Sarah in chapter 11, verse 29. She was a blood relative of Abraham as she was his half-sister. She was the daughter of Abraham's father, but not the daughter of Abraham's mother. Thus, he was, he was kind of like, she was sort of a stepsister in a way or half-sister. And so instead, Abraham touted her as his sister, period, because he was afraid that because of her beauty, she would be killed. So what is integrity? Before we talk about integrity, because I'm going to give you uh, five, five tests of integrity. What is integrity? Integrity means this, to be complete. It is the quality or state of being complete or undivided. And uh, one of the Latin words for integrity is integer. Sound familiar? It's a math term which speaks of a whole or complete number. So integrity is, is a completeness. It doesn't mean you're perfect or sinless, but it means that you're complete. And uh, we find words like in Psalm 7 and 8, uh, uh, like, un, like un, uh, uprightness in Psalm 25, 21, without wavering, Psalm 26, 11, blameless. These are all, all Hebrew words that are used for integrity. So integrity is not sinlessness. In fact, several Old Testament characters like Noah, like Abraham, like Jacob, like Job and David were all called by God men of integrity. Now, if you look at their stories in each of their lives, you realize these guys all had issues just like we do. So in a way that encourages me that God does not look at integrity as sinless perfection or that you'll never have faults and that you'll never fall. And so maybe we can put it this way. The opposite of integrity is double-mindedness, James 1, 7, and 8. And when you're double-minded, James says, you're unstable. So integrity has a lot to do with stability and constancy and consistency. But I also want to say this, that integrity is important because, number one, it has consequences, whether good or bad, right? Our lack of integrity, for instance, 
can hurt those around us. Genesis 12, 17. Again, we have Abraham's example because in this series, we've been kind of focusing on Abraham's life. It says, But the Lord afflicted Pharaoh, his house with great, and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. And so we find that because of Abraham's choice to say, she's my sister, God began judging Pharaoh because, he, you know, he said, hey, you're in sin, man. This guy, that's his wife, right? And so our integrity can bless us and those around us, or it could hurt us and those around us. Psalm 25, 21, my integrity and uprightness preserve me for I wait for you. So integrity can either hurt or it can help. And we find that because Abraham lied about his, his wife being his sister, where he says, she's my sister, and, and then let Pharaoh have her, uh, God will not abide that. God doesn't put up with adultery, right? So God says, no, you can't do that. So he plagued his house. But also, let me say this about integrity today. Integrity is the true measure of, of success or the true measuring rod for success, let's say. We measure success not by numbers or riches or looks, but integrity. How many preachers, how many people in the public eye who were touted as being wonderful and fantastic and great ended up not having integrity? And it seems like once they lost their integrity, they had nothing. Integrity will take you where your skills cannot take you. And have you ever seen people highly skilled who have incredible skills, but they have no integrity? So if we have integrity, we have everything. And if we don't have integrity, we have nothing. So let me quickly just give you five tests of integrity. The first one is motive, doing the right thing for the right reasons. That is a, sometimes that takes all the courage in the world to do that. Moving out of principles instead of self-interest or instead of fear or instead of emotion or whatever other motive you want to ascribe to it. When we help people who can generously compensate us, we do it with no expectation. We do it because it's the right thing. And I heard the story years ago about a man who, uh, he was a mechanic driving home from work and he sees this, this, and this is a true story. He sees a limousine on the side of the road broken down. So he says, well, let me just go help him. It's, it's, it's the right thing to do. So he helps him, fixes the car, goes home and uh, forgets about it. Uh, a month later or more, he gets a letter in the mail with the deed to his house. The man found out who he was and just paid his house off. Why? Because of integrity. He did it not because he wanted something, but because it's the right thing to do. So uh, another test of integrity is courage. Courage means doing the right things, even when it's difficult, right? It's, it's, it's taking the stand when you don't want to take the stand. Sometimes we can do what's right because it's convenient, but not because it is right. And being courageous in integrity is the courage to be yourself without comparing yourself to others. We live in a day where people constantly are pressured to be like somebody else. And we compare ourselves to somebody else down the street. And in the end, that is a lack of integrity because we're not being true to who God made us. Frederick Douglass, the great emancipator said, I prefer to be true to myself even at the hazard of incurring the ridicule of others rather than to be false and to incur my own abhorrence. In other words, I'd rather not hate myself 
and be hated by somebody else if it's the right thing, if I'm doing the right thing. But thirdly, test of integrity, virtue. What is virtue? It's doing the right thing when no one is watching. And that's that, that's a loose definition, by the way, but uh, in, in the movie and story of To Kill the Mockingbird, the character Harper Lee said, before I can live with other folks, I've got to live with myself. <clears throat> the one thing that doesn't abide by majority rule is a person's conscience. So think about that for a minute, that in the end, integrity says, I don't care if I have to live with that person, I have to live with me in the eyes of God. That's what integrity says, if you're a Christian, I'm saying. And so what is virtue? Virtue is a moral excellence. It's moral excellence. It's a trait or quality that is deemed to be morally good and is valued as a foundation of principle. So if you were the only person on earth, would you still do the right thing? Because it's right. That's integrity. The fourth one is faithfulness. Faithfulness is doing the right thing with little. And Albert Einstein once said, whoever is careless with the truth in small matters cannot be trusted with important matters. I got a feeling he got that from Jesus, who in Luke 6.10 said, whoever is faithful in a, in a very little, in very little, is faithful also in much, and whoever is dishonest in very little is dishonest also in much. And so Jesus taught this principle that, that he gives us small things to steward and to be faithful on and with. And if we're faithful with those things, we get more, we get bigger things to be faithful with. Then number five, the, the fifth test of integrity is this, focus, doing the right thing from wholeness not from false motive, not from emotion, not from pressure or peer pressure, but from wholeness because your heart is right within you with God. Matthew 6, 22 and 23, Jesus frames it this way. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy or single, as the King James Version says, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? So Jesus is talking there about the idea of singleness of focus, singleness of intention, singleness of, of direction and purpose in your life. That when God calls you to be his son and daughter, to never sway from that ever, that's integrity. And at times, Abraham lost his focus. It wasn't because he was a bad guy, but because he's human. And we all, at times, lose our focus. And a big part of integrity is maintaining a laser focus on Jesus, a single eye on Jesus. Because when we take our eye off of him, that's when we get in trouble. But here's the encouraging part, and I'm going to close with this, that throughout all of Abraham's double-mindedness, he is still called the father of faith. And, and he was called a person of integrity. So to me, that's amazing that with all the faults he had, and of course we can't criticize him because we do the same thing. Abraham was considered the father of faith and a man of integrity, even though he struggled and doubted and, and wavered and swayed and all these things. And so I wanna encourage you today that if you're struggling, you feel like I'm not worth anything, think about this. Think about Abraham, think about Noah, think about David, think about Elijah. All these people had faults. And God still used them. God still blessed them. God still was with them. So I want to challenge you to have integrity, to choose integrity in your life. And don't, don't let anyone or any pressure 
cause you to not be true to yourself, to not be true to the convictions God put in your own heart. So if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a like and check out soul02.com. We're also on the, the popular uh, audio uh, streaming sites uh, like like uh, like Stitcher and uh, uh, Buzzsprout and Google and, and all these. And also we're on YouTube. So until next time, thanks so much for being with us and God bless you.